Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. The following is a paid advertisement by Empath Psychological Services. This episode of The Good Up Pod is sponsored by Empath Psychological Services, locally owned, millennial operated therapy for Virgin Islanders by Virgin Islanders. Here at The Good Up Pod, we're all about shedding light on life experiences that have contributed to who we are and learning to navigate them to find a feeling that's, well, you know, good up. For some of us, that journey includes therapy. Empath Psychological Services operates with the belief that life's challenges are not all of who we are. They aim to create a non-judgmental environment to help their clients harness their own power and to find their path to mental well-being. Good Up and Empath Psychological Services share a passion for helping others navigate their own healing their way. If you're interested in teletherapy services in the U.S. Virgin Islands or the state of Texas, check out the link in the description box for more information on how you can book a session with Empath Psychological Services. Welcome back to another episode of the Good Up Podcast, also known as your man favorite podcast. He listens to and why he to over sure, here? You know why he over? Ask him. Actually, he's over here because him. he's probably trying to be a bit more emotionally intelligent to be a better man to you. You know, so don't get vexed with me. We're just we're doing we're just doing work, our job. You know, we're just that, doing the Lord's work. Today episode gonna be jokes. I I I yeah. I I'll see the title. You saw the title, and if you follow me on Instagram, you know exactly what the fuck we talking about. Yeah, cause hey, I thought was not playing about that shit. I listen, and I hope nobody takes offense to me saying high vibrational bitches because that's just the word I chose. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not you didn't choose it. That that wretched coach Stormy chose it. The fuck, coach fucking Stormy. Like what, girl? Yeah. Stop. There's nothing high vibrational about shaming people because exactly. shame is. The the lowest and on some real shit because y'all know i take this shit seriously shame is the lowest vibration so how are you gonna use high vibration because to, i don't know what to, you're talking to, about how are you gonna use the lowest vibration to um to perpetuate a high vibration that's bullshit you yeah. ain't worth a damn and i'm yeah nah fuck that i don't fuck with that shit i saw that shit i was like well because i heard people talking about it i you know i'll be late to the party right i don't be I be doing what I, I be in my bubble. But I kept seeing random like things on the internet about people looking forward to their high vibration Thanksgiving plates. I'm, I'm their low vibration Thanksgiving. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Now I know what a low vibration versus a high vibration plate of food is, right? But I don't know why it was like a thing that people were like talking about on the internet. <laughs> because, okay, and let me give some background for yeah, like, for those who, who haven't are... seen the clip. Yes. So this clip went viral of this coach and i'm using coaching fucking quotation loosely about this later loosely this coach her name is coach stormy she hosted some kind of retreat for women the food that she had catered for the retreat they were eating <laughs> and her the girl's plate that she was talking to had a bunch of food on it right because bitches gonna eat if i'm hungry i'm, gonna eat. If I'm hungry i'm gonna eat 
So she, I guess, had more quote unquote high vibrational foods on her plate. And she right? did not. I promise you she did not. She she didn't. And I can't even tell what was on the plate because listening to the conversation, I didn't even listen to the full clip because I oh, I have such a I remember she had barbecue chicken, corn on the cob. And I think that might have been it. If she had something else, it was like one other thing. The only yeah. difference between her and that girl's plate was the um was the portion. And yeah. that has nothing to do with vibration yeah. when it comes to food. But carry on. So she essentially was lecturing this girl about her plate and basically saying, like, I would never let anybody put out on my plate. Like, that's, you know, that's you. You need to, you deserve better than that. Like, don't let nobody play you like that. And the girl was like, yeah, what my coach is telling me it is like, the girl has sound just like, I hate to use the word sheep, but like, she had It was giving like sheep. Like, it, it, was it, giving it broke sheep. my heart, actually, watching that clip. It made me a little bit sad because y'all know I'd be so connected to people's inner child. All I saw was a little girl looking for the approval of her mother. Really? Like that's that, what I and, saw looking at that that's fucking how it clip. Came off. Like that lady was like lecturing her and like not even a lecture. It wasn't even a lecture. It was her criticizing this girl's plate in front of everybody else and kind of making her the example mm-hmm. when and it pissed me off. So let's let's start what is what is really upset me. One, I don't fuck with people commenting on what other people eat because it's really weird. It's very inappropriate. Diet culture is such a thing, and we have to be careful in terms of the lines we're treading when we talk to people about the foods that they eat mm-hmm. because you could fuck up somebody's relationship with food very easily. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Food is literally something that we use to sustain our bodies. So if you I, can, I can I just. Can I get you to repeat that? Because not enough people remember that. Yeah. If if food, if food, food were an option, how your right? body operates. If food <laughs> were an option, I could understand, right? The mm-hmm. whole diet, but we literally have to eat in order for our bodies to continue functioning, mm-hmm. right? We have to eat. It yeah. just is what it is. But carry on. I'm sorry. So, I just needed. Ugh. No, but you're right. Like it, it was frustrating <laughs> me because she's sitting there in front of other people criticizing this person's plate. So not only is this person second guessing her choices on what she chose to eat, but you could easily make a person feel like not fucking eating at all because they felt like yep. they made the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. I know from personal fucking experience. I believe you. Right? I believe you. Um, So that, that part pissed me off. But the funny thing is that the clip went viral because thankfully the masses were like, oh, wow, this is fucking dumb. Like, everybody thought that shit was so stupid, right? And it became this, like, running joke of, like, what foods are high vibrational versus what's not. So some people was like, hey, donuts are high vibrational because I don't feel fucking good when I eat that donut. And I thought that shit was so funny because people were like, they weren't so much making fun of, I mean, they were making fun of the term high vibrational, but they were also making fun of how she made herself out to be, like, this, so supreme being. Yeah, this supreme <laughs> being because she made and then other clips from that retreat started going viral and then you start to hear about how much those women paid to go to that retreat right i heard Wait, i heard they paid 10k is that 10K. real 10k right um what? which in turn caused me to go on a rant on instagram which is how this episode came to be because i was like you bitches are scammers you're criminals like, yeah, I saw your I was bad. You're not a life coach. You are a fucking scammer. Like <laughs> and, and and you know what's funny? I'm glad you said that because y'all know, for those who don't know, right? The work I do outside of this podcast, it's actually very parallel to like life coaching. My clients are always asking, Deidre, 
are you putting together some sort of a coaching service? Like I have clients who have legit been like, DJ, I kind of would rather break up with my therapist and talk to you as often as I talk to my therapist. And I'm like, please don't do that. I'm not a licensed professional, babe. (laughs) I'm begging you not Not to. Like what we can do is we can sit together and break down what you and your therapist discussed. And maybe I could give you tools to bring to your therapist. So you're better able to open up to your therapist but please don't leave your therapist yet like mm-hmm. I got I gotta I gotta get my, you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I said all that to say is I take that space very seriously I am a healer and so when I see people in spaces like that and for them they're clearly on like a power trip mm-hmm. and for them it's about money that rubs me the, the wrong way because one struggle that I've noticed with therapists right the real ones or coaches or whomever the thing that they always struggle with is business, right? Because for them, they're in it for a purpose. They're in it to help people. Mm-hmm. And so when I see somebody who's a coach, right? But they have these uh, exorbitant, like these crazy prices and they're having all these different things with all the bells and whistles. That's a red flag to me mm-hmm. because I find like, you're really good at the business side of it. So let me see the coaching side of it. Let me see the people side of it. And I just, I don't know any, I don't see any reputable like coaches or anybody like that who are comfortable yeah, tr- charging people the kind of money that these coaches charge yeah. people. And that's my whole issue with this concept of a life coach, with this mm-hmm. concept of a motivational speaker, right? I have a very serious part and I understand that's my personal bias, right? And yeah. they're not all the same because mm-hmm. you just made a good point that it is needed, Right. We need guidance from other people. We need those people. We need support from other people. There are people who have experienced things in life where when they come to you and they talk to you about it, it's helpful, right? Mm -hmm. My issue with motivational speakers, with life coaches, with girl bosses, they make their money off of manipulation. Yep. They make their money off of making people feel like my advice is the only advice. And in order for you to get to where you need to be in life, you need- You have to listen to me. A real leader, they don't expect you to follow them like sheep. A real leader empowers others. If you are working with a coach, a therapist, Anybody, a mentor who is not focused on encouraging you to find that power within anybody who implies or makes it seem as though they are better than you, Mm -hmm. more evolved than you, anything like that. Anybody who feels like there's nothing for them to learn, please run. I am begging you. Yeah. Okay. Because the truest form of knowledge and wisdom is knowing that there's always more to gain. People know that I am a retired pageant queen, right? And the mm-hmm. only pageant that I still have connection to is the one that I did in college. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because it has an extensive history and mm-hmm. it's normal within that pageant for the older queens to come back and mentor the newer ones, right? Mm-hmm. And every time there's a new baby, I call them new babies, that come in and they ask me like, oh my God, how did you do all of this? Like... How did you do it? I am always careful to come into that space and tell them like, yeah, I will fall in a pot while this will have, I did not have my shit yes. together. Um, mm-hmm. yes. I feel like I did a great job, but at the same time, I used to cry all the time because I was so stressed out. Yes. I'm very honest with them about it because I want them to understand that even though you see me as this person that did these great things, 
I was losing my fucking shit while I was doing yes. it. Yes. Because, because you don't want hard. them to. F- yeah. Because the thing is, is if you're making it seem like, oh yeah, it was great. I did it. Then what happens is what they hear is that they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. What they hear or, and that's at least what they're going to think about themselves. Right. They're going to yeah. think, because one thing that all of us have in common is when we're going through a certain struggle, we always think that we're the only person experiencing that struggle or that mm-hmm. it, our struggle is unique when in fact it's not. So if you are more transparent about your struggles and they recognize like, okay, I'm okay. I'm exactly where I need to be. Cause guess what? At some point they're going to be the ones telling exactly. the new babies, honey, I promise exactly. you this I shit was ghetto to... for me too. Yeah. And, and my way of coaching them and mentoring them is how I, like you said, that's how I want them to approach the Queens after them. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how I am with everything. I don't come on this podcast and drag myself all the time. Don't I just come to this podcast. Like we got what shit to get on. Ah, you need so to get out. Why don't together. you, like, why don't you, I mean, sometimes... you're so low vibrational with your poorness. <laughs> like, that shit does so let, let's dial it back a bit. What does high vibration mean, Deidre? When someone says that, what does it actually mean? And it, are there high high vibrational things or foods or or energies or, or things so, like that? Was so, okay, some... what she was saying, so high vibrational food is absolutely a thing, right? She's misinterpreting what it means to eat a high vibrational meal. High vibrational foods are foods that your energy goes into in the making, right? So food that you have to take the time to chop up and fuel yourself with. It's also food that grows higher on trees, right? It's whole foods. It is the foods that actually impact, like, like the the foods that truly fuel your body, right? It's like eating for power, like eating. Good example. It's like eating to live versus living to eat, right? So high vibrational foods, it's not going to include the barbecue sauce that was on her fucking chicken. It's not going to include all those extra bells and whistles that make it taste decadent. What it's going to do is fuel your body so that your body is running optimally. And the thing, the reason why it's like referred to as like high vibrational, aside from like it's nutrition, it's nutritional value and stuff. It's the time and energy you put into making it. It's like, it's more intentional, right? Like for instance, a salad would be a great example of something that's high vibration and not because it's a diet thing. Right. But think about when you're making a true salad, right? Not a bag salad. Like I love, but when you have to go and get your romaine, your lettuce or whatever, multiple types of greens you're using, the time you have to take to wash those greens, right. Mm-hmm. And kind of dry them in your salad spinner or whatever, the time you're taking to chop those greens, the time you're t- taking to source what you want in this salad, the time you're taking to clean those things, chop them up, put this salad together, all those things, it's putting energy into your food. So that's what makes it high vibrational is so the, the energy and intention. Is, yeah. is like intentionally, intentional it, eating, essentially. Eating, like, exactly. It's, a, it's eating intentionally. It's eating to properly nourish your body. You're mm-hmm. also factoring in the time, energy, and effort that goes into making this food. That's why I said she's literally regurgitating something that she's heard, but she herself doesn't understand the concept of yeah, it. Yeah, because the if, if she between the two plates was, like you said, portion size. Portion, that was the only difference. And in her, <laughs> I think she either just doesn't understand what a high vibration plate of food is but the reality is is if she truly was eating intentionally and she believed in a high vibration she wouldn't have even catered that food she would have probably catered options that for one really are going to fuel your body or okay a chef who could teach or a chef the who... attendees of the conference how to cook foods that are good exactly good she wouldn't have just body. simply had it catered she would have had a segment of that conference where they are taught 
how to properly nourish their bodies in a high vibrational way. So that's why I'm just like, I resent when people hear something and don't take the time to learn about it and just regurgitate it because it sounds good, right? Because it sounds good to say, this is a high vibrational plate of food. <laughs> but sis, the only difference between you and that girl's plate was the portion because none of that food was high vibrational. None of it, right? <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, so I want to go back to the part where you said she was regurgitating something mm-hmm. because it sounded good, right? A couple of years ago, and this was around the same time when I was in undergrad, I Mm -hmm. went to, we used to have these things called speak knowledge where they would bring Mm -hmm. a famous person or somebody well known to our school and they would Mm -hmm. give a speech or a a lecture. Mm -hmm. And one year they brought David Banner and Mm -hmm. David Banner have his, his ways. Um, he's, he, I don't agree with him on everything at all. But in that session, I remember he said something and the audience started to clap and he said, don't clap. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He had said something that had kind of... It was it had profound. Sound good. Yeah. It had sound good, right? And he yeah. said, don't clap. He said, you don't even know if there's truth to what I just said. It just sounded good to you. And the whole audience was like, quietly. See, that I, I would be clapping. Like, oh, shit. I would be on my feet clapping after he said that shit. <laughs> he said, you, don't, you clapped because it sounded good to you because the words I put together and your head was like, oh, that's a nice line. I might use that shit on my Instagram caption. Like, mm-hmm. he was dragging us, but he was like... When you go in, when a speaker comes in front of you or you go to a lecture, or even in your classrooms, you need to be questioning everything. You, When somebody says something and it sounds like a fact, you need to be researching that shit to make sure that what they said was mm-hmm. truthful before you adapt that shit as your lifestyle or your life model. He was Facts. like, even the, the art you consume when an author says something or when a poet says something, just because it sounds nice don't need, don't mean you need to repost it because you believe that. You need to ask yourself if you, you actually have, believe that. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you're even living by that, right? Exactly. You have to do it. For me, whenever I come across things that just sound, that move me and sound profound and I feel it in my body, I do a self-audit. Mm-hmm. Because I felt it for a reason and it resonated mm-hmm. for a reason. And yeah. I do a self audit to see, okay, that feels good and it sounds good, but how much of that actually applies to my life? And if it doesn't, what do I need to do for it to truly apply to my life? Right. Exactly. And because and he's right. I love that he said that. I love that he did that. And I, I really, I want to see it, more people do that and be that. That's very authentic. Me, despite, he said a lot of shit the night that I was like, uh. Okay. But that probably was like, damn. It made me respect him because yes. I was like, he understands that despite what he's saying, this is his belief. And that mm-hmm. I don't have to leave here being like, yeah, I agree with David Banner. Or like, mm-hmm. And he was like, the other part of it is, somehow you're clapping because I'm David Banner. He was like, you're clapping because you you know me from the internet or you know me from music and yeah. you feel the need to give me that respect. And he's like, and I appreciate it, but you don't know if what's coming out of my mouth is factual or it's true. it's yeah. complete bullshit. A lot of the time people question everything, question everything. Cause the thing is, is a lot of the time it's really just like, it's based on what little information we have about people. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time it's very much um, like an idea of like a lot of our respect for people, especially public figures comes from the little Mm -hmm. bits and pieces we get based on their job, right. Based on Mm -hmm. what they do. And then we create these ideas of these people, right. Low key, right. And this is, you could cut this out if you want, right? What if Beyonce really be doing (laughs) drugs all the time? What if Beyonce asked be doing all these drugs, right? And she could simply go on the fucking mic and say, don't need drugs for some freak shit. But she probably be high as fuck. But in our mind, our mystical oh goddess God. queen empress, right, could never. In the our mind, you pause, right? I was like, you could cut this out. Except we, she bought the drunk. 
and it's not you know i'm gonna never drag the queen right like i fucks with beyonce heavy but we probably as the beehive because i'm a proud member of the beehive i'm not going the fuck but we probably as the beehive see beyonce as this bitch who would never even consider drugs but beyonce probably probably mm-hmm. be getting high as fuck but we could never imagine her getting high because we respect her so much for all that she has done you does that make sense <laughs> it does and i'm glad that you brought that up because sometimes I think we talked about it in a Renaissance episode where people were upset with her for putting out that song that was like, I just quit my job. Da, 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 da. And they saying she's cosplaying. They were like, they were like a, we can't relate person. to that, right? When it comes to people like Beyonce, I have a lot of admiration for her because of her artistry, but I yeah. try to make sure to separate that from who she is as a person. Yes. Because I don't know that woman. I we don't, don't know her. Know that woman. We don't and know her at all. At the end of the day, there is a lot that I know she probably says and does behind the scenes that I wouldn't agree with as a person. So I try mm-hmm. to make sure not to cape for Beyonce the person. Now, Facts. Beyonce the artist, I can't tell me shit about You're not going to say shit to me about Beyonce the artist. <laughs> because Nothing. I have but proof. as a person, yeah. <laughs> that and you know what? She's a great artist. Exactly. We have proof. And even with that, right? I find myself, because I've had my debates with people about like Beyonce, Mm-hmm. and I find myself always debating the opposite end of it because you'll have people who say they don't like Beyonce and it's like but why you don't right know and for me it's like <laughs> if you don't like her music say that but you can't say that you don't like her because you don't know you don't her, know her. And you then they would decide they don't like her based on things regarding her career. And I'm like, so you, first of all, you you literally don't know her. So you don't have a reason to not like her. Mm-hmm. But further to that, you can't, we know you can't say she's overrated, mm-hmm. but it's weird to say you don't like her, right? Mm-hmm. We can say we love Beyonce the artist. Well, I love all people, right? But we love Beyonce the artist. We admire her. We adore her. But Beyonce the person, we don't know that bitch. Hey, we don't know and, her at all. And let me tell you something because fitting, fitting this back into the theme Beyonce has had Hoskama moments before, right? I'm gonna call it out. <laughs> the whole everybody should be vegan shit. I was side eyeing a bitch hard. I was like, okay, Giselle, <laughs> let's let's. Um, Wait, was that like a partnership with like a food service or something, or wasn't she like preparing for a role or something? She was like, I can't remember what the concept period. was, but she had gone vegan and she had lost all this weight, and now she was trying to encourage all of her fans to kind of do the same, right? Mm-hmm. And given if this if you found that this is a great lifestyle for you, be great. I'm happy for you. But it was giving scams and vibrations because <laughs> I was like, Beyonce, veganism is not for everybody. And veganism is not a reality for everybody because there are people who live in food deserts who don't have access don't to have organic access. food, who cannot yeah. be vegan. So And you know the thing like is that, that I wanna I'm gonna defend her in this regard. Cause she never said vegan, she said plant-based. Cause you have to be very careful yeah. with, with veganism and plant-based diet. Yeah. It's essentially the same, but vegan is a full lifestyle where they don't even incorporate they don't even wear fur or leather or anything mm-hmm. veganism fully protects animals in that mm-hmm. not even the clothes they wear will they don't use any animal products the beauty anything that they utilize does not contain animal products yeah so even i remember how even being careful to say plant-based versus vegan because you could say yeah. you're plant-based and you your your diet may be vegan but you probably still use and like fucking beauty products that were tested on animals you mm-hmm. probably still wear sickening leather you probably still wear snakes a lot of that is I mean? fair a lot of that is fair but it's still she still got the side eye from me for that because <laughs> of this idea that because she had done something she now kind of want and she was She's excited. Person... She wanted the best for the hive. I'm just being silly. Because... I'm being silly. Please no. let me know mine because I'm on your side with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it because there are things that I've done in my life that I'll be like, yo, this this really this helped me. Work. And I don't want to go on the internet and be like, this is something I'm trying. If you want to try it, cool. Yeah. But in a position like she is, 
Beyonce know that a hive doing whatever the fuck Beyonce says to, to, to do. So people like that. So there are people who get a following and get respect and get people to kind of fall into their ways of life. You gonna be vexed with me? Forms that they have. You gonna be so vexed with me, right? You you but... on plant plant based after that? No, 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 no. Oh, I was like, good my, for you, B. You no, no, no. I just said, you know, I'd be in my head, right? I'm a Pisces moon. I'd be imagining that kind of, what if Beyonce simply lost a bet and because of the amount of power she has, she knew she could, like, what if it was some dumb shit? Like she were really just playing with people because she had a whole fucking segment on Good Morning America. We thought this bitch was going to be on them people's stage. She was on her iPhone talking some, hey, y'all, I'm playing bass now. Y'all should do it too. Yeah. What was like? She had yeah. the whole fucking beehive hype to see she on Good Morning America. She had she hadn't Beyonce had not been doing interviews for years at this point. I think I'm this was right. This was right around us. Lemonade, right? Girl. Was it right before or after Lemonade? It, it might have been before Lem- It was after Lemonade. But we're thinking she have some because it's like Beyonce is gonna be on Good Morning America with this big announcement. We're thinking this bitch got a sickening project for us. No, we're thinking I, um, Beyonce. I changed my diet. We thinking this bitch gonna be on them people's stage. We're excited. We haven't seen her on a talk show in years. This bitch is on her iPhone talking about some. I'm playing this. Y'all should do it too. What the fuck, Beyonce? I think she lost a bet. I think somebody, I think she would probably try and help out one of her friends who had just opened a random restaurant or some fuck. Some it got fuck. to be. It don't make what? sense. Because then the beehive was clocking her because like a year or two later, a random picture was posted on her Instagram and somebody saw like a pizza and they're like, I thought she was vegan. <laughs> I mean, shit would change shit the change and if her life change after that good for you but the 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 i think the difference is right so let me dial it back because i've been dragging yeah. Beyonce. but i think the difference is is that even though she was like hey this thing is great and i've been trying it beyonce yeah. also didn't come out and say oh i gotta eat meat damn like, uh, that that part disappointed in yourself right that's true she definitely didn't drag us and i think that's the line for me when it comes to like motivational speakers and all these like mm-hmm. girl but it's like there's a tone to it. There is a tone yeah. that a lot of you have where it's like, if you ain't living this life, you ain't shit. You, you ain't, ain't shit. Mm. And it's very manipulative. And I could see how I am making money off of that shit because somebody who does not have their life together and is very, and I gonna say, does not have their life together with quotes because who gets to decide that? But yeah. Also, they might be very insecure about it. And if you're telling me and you're putting on this image on social media that you've gotten your shit together yeah. and you're trying to convince me that the only way I could is to give you money in my mental state that I it's am. It's very weird. It's, it's, it's so predatory. You know what it is? It's, it's predatory. predatory. It's very it's predatory. predatory. And that's why I always say, pay attention to those like, because y'all know I believe heavily in getting the bag, right? I know I believe that we all have a right to earn a living based on our gifts and talents, mm-hmm. right? But I draw the line at exploiting people. I have a structure set up where if you want my services, you're going to pay for it. But there's a part of me that still wants to be accessible. I can't imagine knowing that people are in a vulnerable space mm-hmm. and then like gatekeeping, right? And that's how you could tell the difference between like somebody who truly wants to help people and people who just know that this is easy money. Because even the people who can afford me, right? So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna just tell them, oh, just book a reading every other week and are we gonna talk? And that's weird and predatory. And you're not promising you're not promising that their lives are going to get better. And I noticed because I am one of your clients and every reading that we've ever had or anytime you've ever given me advice in that way, it's always take, take what you need to take from this, but 
this is on you. Like, this is work for yeah, you to do. And you've never said, if you, if you meditate three times and sage your house, your life going to get better. <laughs> yeah, because that's not how this works. It's because at the end of the day, you have, first of all, for me, my ultimate goal and my purpose and what I do is to empower everyone to find that within themselves to understand that life has its ups and downs and at the end of the day you're here for a reason and you have ways to figure out how to navigate these ups and downs i'm not the solution to your problems babe you are you're the key you are the key you have the keys i'm just here to kind of clear the smoke and help you act like find them i'm not the like and people who make it seem like girl i'm it's me without me how you gonna do this shit run from them (laughs) Like even those who have improved their lives, because I've improved my life in so many ways, significantly, right? But it's because it was my life to improve. I'm, I can't use that as a way to lure you to come, right? And say, this is how you improve your life. You got to come work with me. Because a lot of the times people who end up working with people like that, they really don't have anything to show for it after the fact. Uh, and, and even when they say they do, what happens is what what it is is it becomes a codependent relationship where they are depending on that person and then they somehow find themselves needing the approval of that coach or whomever when they come you have to be able to make big decisions on your own and a lot of people who work with these coaches and stuff they end up always leaning to that person when they have like a big decision to make and And it's like it works mm. the same way for like social media coaches it works the same way Mm -hmm. for dating coaches all of these femininity coaches that are coming out that's the other thing you have to be wary of people who one think that their advice is the be all end all and that it's Mm -hmm. going to guarantee you anything because life is out of our control okay yeah you you have to be careful with how people give this advice and what they're asking of you in order to get advice. Mm-hmm. Social media is a good example of that. It get people who don't want to charge for all these social media guides and hashtag guides and this and this and that. I had an ebook at one point, right? Mm-hmm. For social media. And I remember in writing my ebook, at the end of it, I literally said, I am not guaranteeing you more followers here. Right. This, right. I am telling you how to make the most of your social media yes. presence so that you can enjoy it, so that you have a great presence online. But I'm not guaranteeing that you won't have 10K followers by the end of it because I don't have fucking 10K followers. And right. the reality is, hey, I never hit her 10K followers, which I still salty about, but it's okay. Because Instagram changes, the algorithm changes, mm-hmm. social media websites do what they want. So there's no yep. guarantee of how you succeed on social media. Right? Exactly. There's ways to do it better, but there's yes. no guarantee because if people don't like your content or if people don't relate to it and you never find your, your, your niche or your audience, mm-hmm. then you didn't find it. I wasn't out exactly. here charging a hundred dollars to guarantee you social media success, but there are people, there are high vibrational bitches out here who are scams. Um, what was the word you said on your story? Uh, high vibrationality. High vibrationality. <laughs> I really send me Deidre because they like you should be in jail. Yeah, these people they're full blown scammers. Like you they're entire scammers. Livelihoods and mo- that's the part that pissing me off. And I I rant in so I got. Ch- no i am but 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 hey i'm i'm truly astounded that people spent ten thousand dollars i'm just like what and then you know the sad thing is the but look at this these people think that they don't have their lives together they spend 
$10,000 to learn how to do whatever, right? Imagine what they could have done with that 10,000 to truly get their lives together. Mm -hmm. Imagine somebody at that retreat who is super talented at something and it never occurred to them that this talent, if they invested that $10,000 into that talent, that $10,000 would have multiplied mm -hmm. many times over. And that's the sad thing. And that's why I don't fuck with people like that because it's like, you're not empowering these people, right? You're taking advantage you're of taking their vulnerability. You're, you're literally preying on their vulnerabilities. It is very disturbing to me. You know, it's so funny because the alignment is giving because I just got done listening to an episode of The Friend Zone mm -hmm. where they talked about this, this lady who pretty much decided that she was going to be like a, a bishop of a church or something. She created all these scam and ass churches she created this like cult-like community with a bunch of women who were basically down bad. She had these girls working. She was beating their asses and all this shit, all because she craved a certain level of power. And what's happening is with these coaches and shit, and I'm about to get in my spiritual bag, so y'all gonna get y'all gonna get a little mad at me, but I'm about to get a little bit preachy, right? A lot of these coaches, these self-proclaimed teachers and gurus, what it is is they themselves have been disempowered for so long that they learn how to put on a mask. They learn something on a surface level. They, they implement it in some fashion. They, like I said earlier, regurgitate it. Mm -hmm. They put themselves on a pedestal because they don't care to help people. They care to be praised. Yeah. They, they care to be worshipped. Yeah. They They're want not here to make you better. They're not They're here, not to, here do... to get you closer to God or to help not at you lose weight or to help you grow. They're not here to help you with shit. They're here for praise and recognition because they probably didn't get it in their childhood. And then because they're so power hungry they can't even just say i'm gonna just work a regular job right so now they have to figure out how to make money they're preying on the people who are okay working a regular job right yeah. they're shaming them for working a regular job they're creating these pyramid schemes they're bringing these people on they're taking all these people's money they're giving them bullshit and then telling them that they're low vibrational like and it's crazy what? because the difference between most of those people and the people that they're taking advantage of is like a stroke of luck for most of those situations like be someone is a good example of that be someone is literally what'll make me go on my fucking tangents on motivational speakers and girl bosses because a lot of these women will come out and be like oh i have my shit together and you need to pay me so i could tell you how to get your shit together and they get invited to all of these conferences to make all of these speeches to women who likely work 10 times fucking harder than them absolutely and they got to where they were especially in her case because you had a viral video that turned into more yep. viral videos yep. that then turned into your platform and now you can yep. say oh i work really hard i i you know i don't sleep i don't walk a nine to five i would never date him right i'm not dating right. a man that works it's because one video went viral because one video went viral <laughs> and and the other thing to factor in is we have to remember every body's destiny is different and yeah. this is why these scammers that call themselves coaches are getting away with this because they're selling a dream to people that's not like these people are investing in something that they think is meant for them but it's not and that's why and it's so funny because i just posted this on my instagram yesterday self-mastery is the real key to success Honestly, right truly. because if you over here chasing how that person succeeded meanwhile what's meant to get you to success is much different than theirs. So you're, you have a plant here that's dying. You over here watering somebody else's plant. Your plant is fucking dying. 
what you're supposed to do to succeed is not being invested in or nurtured or poured into because you over here watering somebody else's shit. Not every, like everybody's destiny is different. And you over here chasing, uh, you're chasing success based on that person's destiny and you're not investing in your own destiny or even learning your own destiny. Exactly. Everybody is meant $10,000 to go to a fucking conference to eat some barbecue chicken when you could have paid for therapy, bitch. Therapy. You could have paid for therapy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, that's not. And that's the frustration that's coming in with coaching because somewhere along the lines, like you said, coaching has somehow turned into these pyramid schemes because coaching is, it's basically therapy without like the, the, the licensing that therapy has. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't get like, we can't, you can't be like diagnosed or prescribed anything, but coaching is supposed to guide you through a specific area of life. Right. There's different forms of coaching. I'm working on my trauma informed coaching certification. Like as we speak, that's what I'm, that's what I'm working toward and investing in. There's coaching for different things, right? And coaching is similar to therapy. Coaching is not meant to become this fucking empire, yeah. right? <laughs> Where that, you Deidre, like you walk in to make sure that you are certified to be able to talk about to, the things to, that you need to talk and about, that's but literally you're also it. in therapy. You're also doing the work on your own end and you ain't gonna just walk into a room and be like, I have the skills to tell you to get your shit together without and you having also done the work to heal your own traumas. So, hey, Isa, first of all, thank you for that because I intended, when I knew we were doing this episode, I intended to make sure to dedicate time to let you guys know, for those who may be seeking counseling, therapy, or coaching services, do not allow, don't let these internet situations, these viral sensations discourage you from utilizing those services because these services are beneficial to many. For some people, therapy is not a good fit, but coaching is, right? Mm -hmm. Co there are coaches that exist that are amazing that do what they do because they are actual people who care about the collective don't go to a coach that does not have a therapist or coach of their own don't go to it if you're going to like a let's say you're going to a personal trainer don't go to a personal trainer that doesn't train themselves mm -hmm. frequently don't go to a therapist that doesn't have a th actually therapists are required to have a therapist there uh, therapists are required to go through a certain amount of yeah. therapy during their their training and their I college like years you, you mentioned physical trainers because you know what's my like where i draw the line for trainers what i always look at their social media presence and i always pay attention to how they talk about fat people and food right mm. and if it's a trainer who makes fatness out to be the worst fucking thing in the don't world, work with them don't work with them seem like if you eat a pizza on a saturday but you've been eating healthy the rest of the week that somehow you fuck up your diet i don't i'm not giving you no, my money because no. i know because you're not you training for the right bullshit. reasons yeah yeah you're not tra you're training based on aesthetic you're not training exactly. based on wellness exactly. right so you find exactly. you when you're finding people to guide you right because at the end of the day none of us are perfect we need guidance in something so when you're finding somebody to guide you through something you find something somebody who also has a guide or who at the very least has worked with guides that have put them in a position, but also somebody who's living it. Mm -hmm. Find somebody who's living it. Don't be working with no coaches that like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Stop charging people thousands of fucking dollars for your services, please. Like, I, I fully understand you should charge what you're worth, right? Mm -hmm. You should absolutely charge what you're worth. When it comes to good up, when we have businesses that come to us and they want to sponsor us and they want to pay for advertisement, when we have our Patreon, we charge what we're worth, right? Mm -hmm. We need to make money to operate this podcast at the end yes. of the day. So I fully understand that people have to charge money to make a living. Yes. But some of you need to get reported to the police. Some of you yeah. need to be in jail. 
Yeah. Five to ten and you years, know- super max. Because <laughs> you out here fucking whiling. So, and it gonna have to be me. I gonna have to just start like... So you know what? Like, because <laughs> this is a conversation that I've had with other spiritualists who ha- who charge a certain amount of money for their programs and stuff. The, the, the reality is, is you're aligning yourself with the appropriate market, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, there are people who cannot afford these services, but there are plenty of people who can. So mm-hmm. the reality is, is like you said, it's charging your worth and there are people who are worth some of these prices, right? But they, they are aligning themselves with the people who could drop a bag on this service and it's not gonna be nothing for them in stormy's case that lady's a full-blown scammer scammer. because her target audience her market are everyday people i can't even imagine the kind of sacrifices these women made to be able to drop that 10k some of these ladies clearly maxed out credit cards it's giving fire festival it really is. Well, at least they made it to the destination. At least they gotta play the food. Ten and drink water from Kula teacher. No, I'm talking about oh, the no, girls from Stormy. One, yeah. At least they got their food. That's the fuck? fair. That's fair. <laughs> the fire festival is still level. very much Regar- fire festival. Regardless, the point is like in Stormy, like that. I'm sorry, that ten thousand is rubbing me the wrong way because, like, mm-hmm. for me, right? I know the kind of people I'm working with. I'm working with people who are really digging themselves out of the trenches. Mm-hmm. right and and let's be clear my client base is not like no dumb bad poor people like monetarily right but it's everyday people mm-hmm. it's also people who do have a lot of healing to do yeah. and that healing requires a lot of time and energy yeah. and that's why i have been working to create ways to be more accessible right because, because that's so important yeah like, it's not everybody will not be able to pay the prices that you charge and you need to ask yourself why am i doing the work that i do is it for people who can only afford me or is it so that people who need exactly this type of work have access to it exactly like, and that's patreon is a good example right yes. at one point we had tiers right we had yeah. a, like a low tier a mid tier and a high tier and the only people receiving certain type of content depended the on the pay- tier they were on yeah and one day i was just like okay but at the end of the day these are people who want to contribute to the podcast and they're mm-hmm. doing it within their income range and what mm-hmm. they can afford every month so why the fuck wouldn't I give them all access to the same Give them, yeah, the fact that they want to pay us for this. Yeah, and is, they don't have to. They don't, the they literally don't have to. Is that they did not have to support the podcast financially, but they chose to. So in my mind, I was like, okay, well, every regardless, no matter what, by the way, it's patreon.com slash good podcast. If, if you pay <laughs> to join our Patreon, you have the access, the same access to things as everybody else because mm-hmm. we're not here to make money. We have to make money to operate the podcast. Yeah. But, but we also do this podcast because we love it. And because we exactly. We helpful. really do love it. You know, yeah. like, and this is our way of, let me tell you something. One of like part of, and this is, this is everybody's like responsibility here on earth, but it's going to look different for everybody. But it's something I believe heavily in. It's something that I instill in Dylan. We are here to do our part to leave the world better than it was when we got here. Exactly. Right. And there's so many people in the world, if everybody took their little nuggets of that, their tiny versions of that, and did that, the world would be a better place, right? So for me and Heiza, it's this podcast, right? It is me making sure that I raise a son who's not going to be mistreating people, especially women. It's me 
making sure that I'm taking good enough care of myself and investing in my emotional wellness that when I'm communicating with others, I don't leave a fucked up impact on them. Mm -hmm. It's me knowing how to regulate my emotions so that when other people are going through this shit and they take it out on me, I don't continue to perpetuate that, right? Mm -hmm. It's all those little things. My favorite quote, I mean, it's not my favorite. I have a lot of favorites, but, and this is kind of like, um, like it's loosely like, the quote but basically if everybody minded their own doorstep and swept in front of their own house the whole world would be clean exactly. if i'm focused on my space and i'm keeping my front yard clean right and the person next to me is keeping their front yard clean their that sp space in front of their home and and so on and so forth the whole block is going to be clean mm -hmm. and that's not just on a literal sense with your home but that's just even just you as a person you take mm -hmm. care of you you find ways to enjoy life and appreciate what life has you do that. The person next to you does that. We spread that. That's how we make the world a better place. Yeah. The fuck? We don't charge people 10,000 motherfucking dollars. <laughs> like, I would like some of you and be so much more supportive of the work that you do a whole lot more if you would just shut the fuck up and be a nice person about it. Like, oh. some of you are doing great work, but I can't support it because... Because of the, the approach. The people is fucking wild. Like, it's wild. It's and with so that wild. Said, stop fucking scamming. You you th you think that you're coming off as successful, but what you're coming off as is it's a arrogant and, and arrogant. nasty and mean, and 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 we we just don't like that mid ass vibrations. And you said mid vibrations. Mid vibrations. <laughs> being said thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast thank you to our sponsor <laughs> yeah shout out to empath psychological services for sponsoring this episode and every other episode towards the end of the season um and shout out to our patrons we love our body you can become a patron and join the good up vip section by visiting www.patreon.com slash good up podcast it's completely optional nobody forcing you on whether or not you join your vibrations hi bitch we love i was you. just about to say y'all are high vibrational <laughs> as fuck so <laughs> connect with us on social media at uh using hashtag good up tuesday or at good up pod we actually are on facebook we have an actual facebook page add us. that says good up so add us on facebook we we will love you bad if you add us on there um and yeah season season is going great so far <laughs> thank you guys gotta go walk, so i gotta let you i go do i gotta go to my ghetto ass job listen i work a job so i don't have to charge y'all a thousand dollars i gotta go i gotta go but i love y'all people and bye bye good up is hosted and produced by deidre ritter and hey isaac quinones ivory Find us on all social media platforms at GoodUpPod. Use hashtag GoodUpTuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash GoodUpPodcast. 